Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Tuesday, April 2nd. As always, we are presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karcheski. Uh, I'm Truman Karcheski. I'm back in the studio. It's been a while. But... We also got Nate Meyer back in the studio today. What's up, guys? Fourth time on. Uh, we're doing it probably one of our more frequent guests, you'd say? Easily. Nate's, Nate's the college basketball expert of TNT. Uh, <laughs> got to have him on the yeah. bracket time. Uh, big Browns fan, so you got to have him around during draft time. I mean, it's a classic over here. <laughs> yeah, we always got to have him on, right? Warriors trio fined for comments. Draymond Green, 35K. Steph Curry, 25K. And Kevin Durant, 15K. What the hell? What they Statements about officiating. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Breaking Cracks, news. Cracking off the show. TV. That's how we <laughs> do it go. here. He's All the right. NBA expert now. Let's <laughs> stick Let's stick with the basketball vibe here. Let's talk about the tournament over the weekend. Um, kind of a crazy Final Four. I don't think anybody really predicted any of these Final Four teams. I know, Nate, you were riding pretty high with your bracket last time we talked. How's it doing so far? Yeah, I was feeling good after uh, the round of 32, and then uh, things went a little downhill. Kid, text me. Out of nowhere, get a text, Nate Meyer, I'm sitting in class, I'm like, oh, what the hell is this all about now? And he texts me, he's like, he's like, bro, my bracket's 99.6% correct. Which was, was true. Like, it was I was like, like what? And I was like, what the fuck's he got going on here? And then I checked it out, he showed me some proof, and you were rolling after a little bit. Yeah, uh, I was doing good, but, you know, only Final Four that got in was Texas Tech, that's the only one I picked, so dropped off a little bit. You have any Final Fours, right? <laughs> Um, I couldn't tell you. After Wisconsin dropped out, I didn't stop following my bracket. No way you picked. We probably picked Duke, right? For Final Four that reason. I guess I did pick Duke because I had Wisconsin. Did you pick Duke. North Carolina? Who did uh, you have Wisconsin playing in the Final Four? I think I had him playing North Carolina. I can't believe oh. he chose Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, Truman's a dumb Duke. bitch. He chooses North Carolina. No, Wisconsin. And then I think I, I called I, the Wisconsin upset around the I, Yeah, I'm sure you did. He, uh, you always pick Wisconsin. That's why you always lose your brackets. Oh, you're a winner all the time? No, but I mean, I'm first in the bracket between you, me, and Spencer. So at least I won once something. I won that My final too. four was Duke, Texas Tech, Tennessee, and North Carolina, which sounds like yeah, a I solid found. final four, and they were all there, but... You know, Texas Tech is the only one that really got in. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about some of these games. Uh, let's talk about Saturday night, Purdue versus Virginia. I think probably one of the best games of the tournament so far. Carson Edwards, I think when you talk about a player being in the zone, that is like what you want to bring up if you're using an example. Carson Edwards was out of his mind on Saturday. Him and uh, Kyle Guy, the Virginia guy, they feel like they were trading shots. But Carson Edwards was insane. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he went, he was a s- projected second, second round. Yeah. Something. And I think he raised his stock all the way to mid to late first it's round. 40 points. Yeah, I mean, he went off. I literally, I thought it was cool watching Purdue because the game before when they beat Tennessee, that Ryan Klein kid, that, that, I forget his number, but he just looked like a basic white dude off the street. He was just draining everything, keeping Purdue in the game, in the game, in the game, and then they went to overtime and they ended up beating Tennessee. Now you have this Carson Edwards kid just absolutely go off and just fall short. It's kind of unfortunate to see him go so, I think they deserve. I yeah. think they would have got in, you know, if that if that pass that, you know, got batted all the way past uh, half court, if that pass was a little bit off, you know, it's just, it's March Madness, but... You know, they ultimately deserve to win that game, I think. Yeah, I think Purdue played great. I think they were one of the funner teams, fun, more fun teams to watch in the tournament. And um, But, you know, you know, I was rooting for them, Big Ten, but, you know, they just couldn't get it done. 
Yeah, we almost had Carson Edwards' brother on the show, but that fell through. Um, that yeah, that would have been kind of cool, but I but, guess not. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's just really, a long where is he, 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 he played for the Rockets. He played for Purdue last wow. year. I don't know if you remember Vincent Edwards. Oh, he played for they're Purdue. Pretty good. They were pretty good. Yeah, yeah they're pretty they good. Like he, him and his brother were like the backcourt. Remember, that's when Teske went that's, off that's in a Big Ten championship actually. game against him. Yeah, but we almost had him on, um, but it didn't really work out with his schedule. But maybe in the future, I don't know. But, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, next game, uh, Auburn versus Kentucky. Um, Breaking the- news, Duke Johnson has requested a trade. Well, look at this freaking breaking news! Insane <laughs> over here, breaking news guy. Uh, we'll we'll talk some Browns in a little bit. I know they got rid of Agba yesterday. Yeah. Um, shit's kind of falling apart in Cleveland right now. I guess oh, you wow. could say. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, where are we at here? Uh, Okiki for Auburn. He tore his ACL uh, in the Sweet 16 game, but he actually came back and he watched the second half. Which I mean, if you got a player coming on the sidelines who had just tore his ACL to watch your game. You're not going to lose that game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you just saw the emotion. I mean, he was just like, I mean, he was obviously, like you said, he wasn't like very, didn't show much on the sidelines when he was watching the game. Yeah, but it, like, it put a lot into the team. The you know, team. I mean, you saw like, Bruce Pearl after the game. Kind of yeah. like LSU, you know, LSU had the player that was shot and killed at the beginning of the season. You know, yeah. The whole, the whole tournament, they kept holding up the 44, pointing at the jersey, you know, it kind of kept him going. And yeah, that was definitely what, something for Auburn. That's what got Auburn yeah. going a little bit to see him back I agree. I mean, so Bruce really. Pearl is just pure emotion. I mean, as a coach, he's, he's great to watch. Sweats. Yeah, son. He's a, he's a dripper. <laughs> yeah, he but, drips. Um, <laughs> but he was just, after the game, you could just tell he was completely emotional for his player. And that's just a cool cool thing to watch to see a coach so emotionally attached to his players and wants to see them succeed, wants to see them play. And um, so that was cool to watch. And like Nate said, I think it just completely like rejuvenated their locker room. I think another coach also in the Final Four, it's kind of like that, Tom Izzo. Uh, he led his Spartans to a win over the Blue Devils uh, on Saturday. I don't know, was that Saturday or Sunday? One Spartans over oh Sunday. Sunday, yeah. This is his seventh Final Four with Michigan State. Um, one of the best coaches in college basketball. I think he's a pretty underrated head coach because he's not like Duke. He's not like Kentucky. You know, they don't get huge level prospects. You know, they get good prospects, but he really coaches them up. And now they're going to the seventh Final Four. I mean, they beat one of the more talented teams uh, in college basketball history with the Duke yeah. um, Blue Devils. But Tom Izzo is insane. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we can say it on the show now. Uh, we have me, Johnny, and Travis have a bet going. You know, we have a house in Ashland that we are have our eye on. And I have Michigan State. Johnny has Virginia. Travis has Auburn. By the luck of the draw. Um, it was a random and, thing. And Yeah, it was a random thing. And if your team wins, you get first choice at bedrooms. So I'm very emotionally connected. I've got Michigan State. I usually hate Michigan State. But I'm all Big Ten Spartans pride. all the way here. Um, so, but he, like you said with um, Tom Izzo, I mean, he's just an awesome coach. You know, people gave him flack earlier in the tournament for screaming at his player. Um, but I, I absolutely, I mean, I, we can take it back to the Medina football days. I, yeah. I, I, I've been chewed out. You know, we've all been chewed out. And we have been chewed out. And, um, you know, so I think that he did a great job. I think it's one of those things that players want to play for him, and it shows um, as they go to the final four. Yeah, I mean, like you said, um, we've all been chewed out once or twice in our time during our football careers. 
it's not fun, um, but <laughs> it, it, I mean, I guess you could say it makes you a better player. And I think you know, especially if you're a D1 athlete, it definitely makes you a better player. If you're a bench fourth string center on Madonna football. It doesn't really help, <laughs> but, I mean, if you're a D1 athlete, it does help. So I saw with uh, Michigan State, I think it's their ninth uh, Final Four appearance, which ties OSU for most in the Big Ten. So. Oh, yeah. Does it turn Oh, you had to throw that in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's why I didn't want Michigan State to get in, because I wanted OSU to keep, stay there, but. Yeah, it's yeah, right. it's whatever. Uh, last game, Texas Tech, um, they beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga has never been to a Final Four, which is kind of surprising because they've been sort of a top basketball program the last couple of years. So they've never been to a Final Four, and they won't get it this year. Texas Tech, I mean, I guess you could say Auburn, but Texas Tech is one of those teams you did not expect to get in. Um, I think people either had Gonzaga or Michigan out of this bracket. Another defensive team along with Virginia, but – um, they played well, you know, and they beat Gonzaga, who was a really good team. Um, nobody picked Texas Tech out of our, nobody got Texas Tech out of our bracket, so yeah. we're not hoping they win. Well, I guess I am hoping that they win. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Michigan State guy right now, so <laughs> I mean, I want that master bedroom. Yeah, I like um, who's Texas Tech's coach. Um, uh, I feel like we should know this. I can see him. I can't. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Texas Tech. Looks like every other dad in the world, like. Normal yeah, black Chris name. Beard. Yeah, yeah, Chris Beard. Uh, nice name too. Yeah, typical dad. <laughs> Chris Beard. Yeah, I guess they Mr. offered. <laughs> they just offered Buzz Williams, Virginia Tech coach, a big contract. Um, I'm, I don't know why. I don't Beard know. Leaving or something? I don't know what he's planning on doing. You know Beard, you big Beard guy over there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we can Actually. see, but I don't know why. I, I saw that the other day on Twitter, and I don't know. Maybe he's. I love Buzz Williams. I, Kentucky, I like Buzz. Kentucky's coach signed a. Lifetime, lifetime contract. contract. Yeah, that's yeah. something you talked about today. Yeah, um, lifetime. Calipari. I mean, listen, I thought, I honestly, people were like, oh, that's stupid. You should never give a coach a lifetime contract. College basketball and college football are different because like, Kentucky will never be bad under John Calipari. Calipari. Like, they're never going to have a bad team. They'll always be good. So Last year was know. the first time in a while that they weren't yeah, they yeah. usually are. Yeah, and they're still, still good. Team. Yeah, so I I mean, I'm fine with it. Now, if it's an NFL team or something like that, then, yeah, I would never offer a lifetime contract. Well, like, Nick Saban, he could easily get a lifetime contract in Alabama. Nobody yeah, would he should. blink an eye. Yeah. yeah. He struggles in, like, the tournament, but he constantly cranks out NBA-level talent, which yeah. I think, I mean, eventually one year you're going to get so much recruits that you're going to win a championship or at least get close. But yeah. um, it's a, I think it's a good deal because, I mean, it, if you don't have Cal Perry, who else are you going to get? You take exactly. a risk, and it's not like he's. I don't think he'll leave. You know. So. No, I guess UCLA offered him a deal. Um, that's why they decided to sign him up just just in case. Um, next uh, coach thing we wanted to talk about, Coach K. They lost this tournament. They went to the Elite Eight, which is a good season by most people's you know perspective. Elite Eight appearance is pretty good, um, but for Duke. They had Zion Wilmanson, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, all these recruits, one of the most star-studded uh, teams in the last couple of years in college basketball. Is, is this Coach K's one of his worst head coaching jobs in his career? No, I don't think he so. He took a team with Zion, Reddish, Barrett, and a bunch of other high-title recruits, and it seemed like they regressed over the, year, over, over the season. It doesn't seem like they got better. Which may, doesn't mean make much sense to me because they killed Kentucky early on, and then towards the end there, they were their offense was struggling. Without Zion, this team wouldn't have made it to the Elite Eight. But I mean, look, 
those some of these players have just like not they like have been on and off. But like, like I feel like co- they've been on and off all year, and Coach K hasn't really progressed them at all. One of the biggest issues with Duke in the tournament was free throws and three point shots. So yeah. I mean, maybe take a day for practice and you sit at the free throw line and have everyone shoot the ball until you make, you know, 50 and or up. Yeah. I mean, so he Duke, didn't. You could do something about that. Sometimes it's just you're not good at free throws. You know, Shaq could practice every day. He's not going to make, you know, two out of two free stuff. throws yeah. every time yeah. he goes to the line. So, I mean, I don't know. I they're just feel like freshmen, they're young kids. You know, it's, it's not all on Coach K, but I yeah. think he could have done stuff. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, without Zion, they wouldn't have made it's it. It's just really very either. hard to yeah, criticize Coach K. It to yeah. Zion. It's very hard to criticize Coach K. He's just one of those staples of college basketball, and it's like, yeah, you know, he probably could have done a better job here and there, but, like, really, at the end of the day, he's still probably one of the best basketball coaches in America, and it's pretty unarguable. So, I don't know. It's just hard to, you know, he's been there before. You know, I don't know, but we'll see. UCF defended them. You know the best probably all season. Mm-hmm. With, uh, I mean, they I mean, were UCF they two bad, sh- two yeah, it, very close in and out shots from being out in the round of oh, thirty two yeah. they should, they in the Sweet Sixteen. I yeah, mean, Taco Fall. UCF wins that game if Taco Fall doesn't get fouled out. Yeah, because Taco Fall grabs the rebound yeah. off the missed free throw well, again, missed free throw. Yeah, yeah. And they, they how they defended was they put Taco Fall on. I can't think of the point guard's name right now. Duke's point guard. Uh, you can't shoot. For his life. Yeah. Reddish? They had... No. no. Jones? Yeah. Trey... Trey, Trey Jones. Jones? Yeah, Trey Jones. Yeah, they had Taco Fall guarding Trey Jones, but he didn't guard him. He stood in the paint. So it was basically Trey Jones had, you know, all the time to shoot in the world, but he wouldn't shoot the ball because he knew he couldn't make it. And if they he did make it, they'd let him take it because, you know, he's not going to make the next one. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll go back to this other point. You had Zion. Zion is... Not, I'm not saying like the best in terms of stats because obviously he's played one year. Yeah. Has, has there ever been a player though that's sort of captivated the nation? College, I mean, people tuned in to watch college basketball just because of this guy. Where do you think he ranks in terms of the most? I guess you could say polarizing college basketball player of all time. I mean, he's one of the most polarizing. Yeah. You can't think of a guy who's like maybe the best like that draws attention, well known, you know, yeah, most athletic, you know, everything about him. You want to watch but I mean the I, closest I don't think thing you call him the best I think you could say he's maybe top four top five yeah I mean like well like we weren't we weren't really around when like the like LeBron out of high school hype was happening I mean it, everyone like college oh well that's I mean like Chris, Christian Leitner Christian Leitner Anthony Leitner. Davis comes to mind too when he was at Kentucky yeah he's like he was like like on that's the one thing I can remember. Like he was on every like sports center, every like day. He was, they're showing highlights of him, and now they're showing highlights of Zion like every single day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zion everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree. Like he's one of the most. It definitely, you know, in the last few years, he's definitely one of the hottest. You know, if yeah, yeah, not yeah. the most NBA ready, in my opinion, um, prospect in a while. The thing with Christian Leitner was that, you know, half. More than half of you know the United States hated him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and other people liked him. But and Zion's like everyone, very lovable. I feel like everyone loves. Zion. Yeah, I don't think they really really Zion's hates him. Zion's not dirty. He's not. He's a good guy. He's a team player. He's funny. He's mm-hmm. you know he's a clown. But yeah, like, and he's talented. Yeah, and it's weird to see people like a Duke player because you know so many people hate Duke. Yeah, including myself. Well, now you know, you're a Cavs fan. You're not going to get Zion. It's looking like. If, no. yeah, who do you want then? Uh, I mean. The job, ja, ja Morant, you know, he played great. Yeah. His, uh, couple games. Um, 
really led them over Marquette. But they're not they're not going to get John Morant because of Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton's really stepped it up mm-hmm. um, after the, since the All Star break. So RJ, I guess RJ is the yeah. one there. But it's the Cavs. Isn't it the top three teams now in the lottery? All have the same chance. Yeah, like the first the, the, the worst team has like a fourteen percent chance. Yeah, so. This shot, you got a shot. There's a shot that you could get Zion, but if you don't get Zion and you get the number two pick, you're kind of in a weird spot. Yeah. Because John Morant probably should be the number two pick, but you know I don't know if you want to pass up on him and let the number three team get or a steal. Or you, you take him or and you move. Take him and trade him, or you take him and trade Colin Sexton. Or what about moving? Or you trade that pick for. A different what about pick. moving Colin to shooting guard? Yeah, you could do that too, but you know we don't. Cavs yeah. need to rebuild, so yeah. they'll figure it out. Did you shoot yourself if they got Zion? Oh, yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd buy it. I'd buy a jersey. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, he would immediately... T- I mean, like... Zion yeah, and I Baker Zion, Mayfield. You know, I don't think Zion would have an issue going to Cleveland. Sure, it's not the best team, but he, I think he could turn them around. They're not going to go from, you know, whatever they are, 20 and 60 to 60 and 20. They could go to go up to forty wins. They could draw more attention at free agency, you know, and they'll be better in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just feel like I see Zion in a New York Knicks jersey, pretty hardcore. And I, I hope s- he doesn't go for this to the Suns for his sake, because something's going on there. You know, they get They're all these like talent, insane. but they can't. Devin Booker is one of the best. You know, he's a top. There's something 10 deeper player in the NBA, maybe. There's something deeper going on. DeAndre Ayton was the number one. DeAndre Ayton's averaging his double double. Yeah. You know, he's playing why good. Why aren't they winning games? Like at all? It makes no sense. They're not improving either. It's not like they're going from they're twenty to thirty for the past you know five years probably. Yeah, and Devin Booker is literally a generational talent. Like, gen- I feel bad for Devin Booker, yeah. but you know, I mean, I, I don't know. know. Does Dev? Does, I don't think Devin Booker ever talks bad about it. You know, he likes. No, he signed no. a big contract to stay there. Yeah, he likes. It, it makes no sense to me. Why? I, I mean, don't know what's going yeah. On there, but I hope Zion. I mean, if Zion goes there and they're still bad, then there's something in the water in Phoenix. It's like bad, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad because. But if Zion goes there, you could, you know. See, Suns could be scary next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we say that like every year with the Suns. Like, yeah, oh, Aiden goes there. I think there. saying, <laughs> I think I remember saying the Suns like, could be scary with Aiden. Yeah, they're still ass. Uh, but that's it for ba- college basketball. We got a little NBA a uh, little bit later in the show. Yes, Kansas lost in the round of 32. Because so Kansas I didn't have them winning yeah. the first round game. I did have them winning the first round game, but I did have them losing to Auburn. It's okay. But you know? Auburn's in the final four, so it's like not even a big deal. Move on. Okay. All right, we'll move on to do, we'll do some NFL here. Um, you want to do Jordy or AAF? Uh, we'll close with Jordy. We'll close. You want to close? We'll close the show with Jordy. All right, we'll close the show. With All right, Jordy. AAF. Uh, moment of silence for the AAF. It's looking like they are done. Um, I guess they canceled practice today, sent all the players home. Um, they're struggling. I don't know if it's with funding or, you know, I don't really know what's going on. I guess they were trying to partner with the Players Association to create this, like, uh, developmental league. They were going to allow, you know, practice squad guys, third-string quarterbacks, to go to the AAF and, you know, get some snaps in, uh, snaps they usually wouldn't get on the NFL level. Um, But I guess the NFL Player Association is concerned with the injuries and something with the collective bargaining agreement that is uh, too complicated to explain. But now, you know, they don't really know where they're going to go. Uh, the majority owner, the guy who is the owner of, like, the Hurricanes, the, co- the hockey team, um, they've shut down the league, it looks like. Uh, I guess they're going to end up not playing. Now I'm going to finish out the season, which is weird. Um, thoughts? Um, you know, I think it's... 
I mean, I watched maybe two to three AAF games. I did not watch one game fully through. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched, watched the full one. I watched. I turned on Johnny Manziel's debut game, and he wasn't in, and I turned it. That's the most AAF I watched. So it was probably about thirty seconds. Yeah. And then, other than that, highlights on Instagram because I, I do follow them on Instagram because I mean, there's some huge hits. You know, there's talents mm-hmm. in the AAF, and the the rules are different, so you get to see bigger hits and stuff like that. So, and I think it, you know, it kind of sucks because these players don't have the this opportunity anymore. But you know, there's a lot more opportunities out there. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, like I said, I would really didn't watch that much of it. I think there's room for this league, a league like this, a second league for a developmental type of thing. I mean, the NFL is the only professional sports team, sports league, without like a developmental league. Yeah, but that also ties in with concussions and stuff like that. I mean, you do. You, I mean, like, if you get a developmental league and, you know, I mean, I, I guess it really doesn't matter, I, I mean, the more you think about it. But, I mean, it just ties in. It's another football league. It's another chance for players, and they have to deal with an extra pool of players that would have to get, you know, through all these checks, injuries, and stuff like that. Um, you know, that's, a, that's double the amount of players or almost double the amount of players in the NFL. Or not even, not close because it would be like 12, 10 teams. But, you know, it would still be a good amount of players that would they would have to – worry about still because they would be responsible they would have all the lawsuits in 40 years again with another group of players so i don't know if the nfl is too fond on it and i mean like you look at it you know like for you know years they've you know been trying to do this but it's just never worked because the nfl has never been eager to pick one up they've never been eager to pick up like a minor league system and you know i think that's the way they're gonna go and once again i think you know we all agree football is just almost fine where it's at, so I don't know why they'd be so eager. I to think you need. I feel like we need a developmental league. I think that'd be fun. Um, I think yeah, the, but AAF, okay, the AAF was supposed to be fun. I watched one game and I was like, okay, this is awesome. This is cool. And then it was stupid. I mean, like they had the viewership, like the numbers were there, even though we didn't watch it. Like people were tuning in. I think the problem with the yeah, AAF it was like a boring Saturday night was. They did. They shouldn't have started it without a partnership with the NFL. I think like we would tune in to watch like you know like Tim Boyle if he was starting for one of the teams. Or like a third string quarterback, something like that from one of your teams, you would tune in. Like nobody watches the G League, nobody watches you know minor league baseball, but yeah. it's, it's there. There's a there's a route for it. Okay, Tim Boyle, that's another one though. That's like he would have to go through a whole other season. Yeah, you know, I mean that's like, the that's, problem. That's, but that's I mean like he's not taking. Season. And once again, too, for viewership and stuff like that. I, it was fake football, in my opinion, and it just like wasn't. They're not it taking. Kinda, it was like, like a tease. I was like, it's it's the middle of the winter, like, and like Packers are still like five months from being playing. But like like Tim Boyle said, a whole another season. He didn't really do a season with the Packers. I mean, he didn't get whole, any snaps. He practiced every day of the week. You know, he literally had to memorize. That's why I think it'd be a good idea to do it like, like with the end. I don't know how you would do that, but like during the season, if that makes sense. But even then, like, I, I think it's fine the way it is. It was a weird. I yeah. mean, it came out of nowhere. You know, it was just like it was oh, fun though. It was fun the good one, the one weekend, the first weekend. Yeah, when that, yeah, there was one was big in, hit. Yeah, it was interesting. There, you know, there's a big hit. Of, you know, once a week that you see on Instagram, but that's about it. And then when Johnny came out, I was interested. But then yeah, you see Christian Hackenberg throw ten picks. Yeah. you know, it's 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 not good talent, but there's you know little glimmers. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't think I think I'd rather watch you know. I think another random high school. Another what they should have done. I don't know how they would have done this. Is like do something with the NFL where like instead of high school players going to college, they go to the AAF and get paid. And like now you'd have top high school recruits playing in the AAF, first professional talent for two to three years, and then going to the draft. 
Like, that would be a good idea yeah, for Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. There's really no sense to force one, in my opinion. I think there's a route. I think there's a place for it, but I think you got to do it the right way, and I don't think they did it, you know, the right way. Or, or they had it set up soon. I feel like they just forced it on us, kind of. But uh, Trent Richardson retires as the lead, le- leading uh, touchdown leader. Um, Put him in the Hall of Fame. Steve Spurrier game. retires as the all-time wins leader at coach. Um, so... I don't know. We'll see what happens. We the never X, know. The XFLs. Yeah, that's come coming on next year. Yeah, now that's just gonna be cool. Like that's just gonna that's be kind a of a whole like different weird, thing, but... though. It's like you know, all it's all staged. It's you know, off. Yeah. You know, wrestling. What's his name? Steve McMahon. Yeah, Vince. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not wrestling guys, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know, oh, I'm not gonna set up anymore. There's a place I for. Used to be. I think that'd be kind of fun because it's going to be more of entertainment league probably than just pure football. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting uh, thing. Last thing with football, the new uh, pass interference rules. You can now challenge pass interference uh, calls on the field whenever you would like. Um, teams were pissed. I know a lot of defensive guys are pissed off because they say, you know, you can call pass interference on any play. My thought process is, like, it's not that big of a deal because coaches still have only two challenges. So, I mean, if a coach wants to call, you know, there are two challenges in the first quarter off some PI stuff, fine, but then he's going to lose it for the rest of the Can game. Can it go to the booth? I think so. In so the last two, two minutes. minutes? Okay. Yeah. That's all that matters to me. I think that's – they should have not made it a challengeable thing. They should have just made it a booth review thing. Um, but, I mean, it's fine either way. I, I – kind of disagree with the fact that it's only for pass interference like what if there's a blatant like roughing the passer you know or something that they don't don't call? they or like what about a roughing the passer like the play matthews bs this past year yeah why can't mike mccarthy challenge that that shouldn't have been a call it you know, just shows like, I think like it just go with each penalty i think you should be able to challenge it if you're allowed to challenge one why you wouldn't you, you can challenge that it's, it shouldn't have been a call and that it should have been a call I think you know. it, well, no, because like the Saints one wasn't a call, right. and that's what this whole thing was. Right. Um, I don't know. I think you can go both ways. I think it so. should. I, I mean, if you're gonna do one way, why don't you do the other way? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's kind of crazy. But, but also, if you're gonna do pass interference, why not do that? Way? It like shows if Saints fans bitch enough, they get their way. Okay, if that was Packers, <laughs> it was very obvious. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that literally screwed them up to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, if that was the Packers, I would have been knocking on some doors. Yeah, I get it, but I, I don't know. Make a whole new rule change because you're pissed off over one call. I mean, if that's the case. Film everything should have been exactly. I mean, that should have been reviewable too. Well, it was a reviewable. Well, that was just a whole they replacement. Also, they added the no uh, blindside block, right? Yeah, I saw I that too. Something. Yeah, they, that's stupid. Yeah, that's. I mean, they're, they're just continue to make. I mean, they voted down the onside kick thing, the AAF onside yeah. kick. What was that BS? Uh, instead of an onside kick, it's a fourth and fifteen. Oh, that would have been, been sweet. Like that been sweet. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. So oh, Aaron Rodgers on fourth and fifteen on his own twenty. Oh. See, like that'd be fun as hell. <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been a cool one. I don't know. I mean that. That was all from the yeah, AAF. I could completely change a game. Which is another, like, I mean, the AAF, I mean, there's a route to, for that, too. Try new things out in the league and then adopt it. Like, they did well, the... What was the voting on that? I don't know. I think it got kicked. It got knocked down pretty quickly. Like two votes. But, like, <laughs> the owners the owners voted for it, and, like, only one guy voted against it, the Giants owner. Um, but then it went to the coaches, and they shot it down real quick, so... I don't know. We'll see what happens. But we're going to move now to some baseball here. Opening day weekend. 
but before that, I had to remind you guys about Dom at Dee's Home Cuts. Dee's Home Cuts is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $7, Dee's Home Cuts will provide you with a modern haircut and styling. Uh, I got a fresh cut the other day. Johnny got a fresh cut over the weekend. Week. Truman's going over the weekend. Everybody's going to Dee's Home Cuts. Check them out on Instagram at Dee's Home Cuts. While you're there, also check out Dom's new YouTube page, Dom Unlimited, showing his weight loss journey. He's partnering with a couple protein companies, um, doing a lot of big things. Uh, our guy, Dom, we got to get him on the show soon. Uh, we're talking about Definitely. it. He's, he's going to be coming on soon. Get, get, um, on. get him yeah, going a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so Dom's Home Cuts, check him out on Instagram, Dee's Home Cuts. Send him a DM if you have any questions or if you want to, uh, to set up an appointment. Dom's Home Cuts, professional haircuts at a low price. Uh, let's do this quick basketball story. Rick, oh, Carlisle. Yeah, Rick Carlisle. Well, first of all, Nate's LeBron, a big Rick Carlisle guy. Nate, big Rick Carlisle. <laughs> first of all, LeBron James got shut down for the whole season. Uh, I think we all saw this coming. Uh, LeBron has been bitching and moaning all season about his groin injury. Um, Did you see the, uh, yeah, the physical trainer post. Yeah. Yeah, people were saying he made his physical trainer post that. Apparently, he he also you know he's doing the the movie. Yeah. The MJ movie. Which I don't know. For, uh, Space Jam. Yeah, Space two. Jam Two, and he's having a full blown court built on set so he can train oh while gosh, they film the this movie. Dude. So he can like. When he's not in the scene, he can train. This is like MJ did the same thing when, M- but MJ uh, was preparing to go for his th- third uh, championship in a row or whatever. Yeah, uh, now LeBron's trying to get LeBron's back to the playoffs. So, yeah, he got he get they shut him down for the season. I think that was no surprise there. Um, Rick Carlisle has been rumored to go to the Los Angeles Lakers, or they're interested. Not rumored to go. He has not said anything. They signed an extension a couple uh, months ago, like a one-year extension with the Mavericks. Um, but I, they are interested in him. Stupid. Luke Walton's pretty much fired. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I'm just. Know. This story is kind of weird to me <laughs> because, like, listen, I'm a simple-minded person, and like, if I was just a good head coach in the NBA and I had a nice little small market team in the Mavericks where I won a championship that got some nice young pieces. I just stay there. Why complicate everything? That's why I think go I'll to stay. the market of Los Angeles where you gotta deal with asshole media every single day. You gotta deal with LeBron James, who's possibly one of the most uncoachable players in the NBA. He's one of the great he's one of the greatest of all time, but he's not very easy to coach because he looks seems like he's very stubborn. I just would not leave what I had in Dallas, Dallas, and the legacy I had in Dallas, because he's one. You know, he's going to go down in you know Mavericks history. He's probably one of their best coaches, if not their best coach. I'm not really familiar in Mavericks history, but you know, I just would not complicate it and go to LA where everything gets gets confusing. I mean, Luke Walton was one of the best head coaching candidates when he went to LA, and everything just shut down there. And once LeBron wanted. got there, everything shut down. Yeah, nobody really wants Luke Walton right now. So, I don't know. I just wouldn't complicate it if I were Rick Carlisle, but who knows. Yeah, I mean, you were looking at uh, – I mean, the Lakers have made some pretty bad moves over the last couple of years. And the Mavs have made some good and moves the Mavs, in the past year. Like, if you're a head coach, would you rather go with LeBron, who's gotten, like, his last three coaches fired once Luke Walton gets fired, or go to the Mavericks where you have a good owner, Mark Cuban, a guy who's willing to spend, and fun, you have – Fun owner. Too, you know, he yeah. loves the team. He's on the sideline every game wearing a T-shirt. You know, he's and you got Chris Stop and Doncic. Chris Stops, Doncic. I mean, they got a team. Yeah, and like I, I don't want to go coach with some guy who's gonna like 
get all pissed off if I don't get Anthony Davis. Like, I'm staying there. I think Ty Lue's a good option to go to Los Angeles because LeBron owns him, and uh, he can do whatever he wants once Ty Lue's in charge. Um, so I think we could see that happening. But I don't know. I think things are starting to get worse and worse for LeBron and the Lakers because Doc Rivers turned them down, and I think Rick Carlisle's going to turn them down, uh, and they're going to be left with Ty Lue. So we'll see what happens there. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that situation. Baseball, opening weekend, uh, it was a crazy weekend, a lot of fun, uh, baseball's back, I think this time of year, more people watch baseball, you know, on opening day, uh, this time of year, and then the playoffs, you know, there's a gap in between, but it gets a lot of heat in the beginning there, I think the Phillies are the only undefeated team, um, we're recording this right now at 4.30, and they're going to the Nationals tonight, Bryce Harper's return to uh, Washington, it's going to be on TV Gonna be a lot of fun to watch. He'll uh, obviously get booed. He better get booed. Why? You don't like Bryce Harper? If, if that happened in Milwaukee, I'd be I'd be throwing shit at him. You don't like Bryce Harper? Yeah, he should get kicked out of the stadium. I wouldn't even let him in the stadium. I was like, Duffy is loving Bryce. Harper. Yeah. If I was the stadium director down in Washington, I'd like put my hand. Those on two chest, you know, shots he those him. two shots he hit during that last series. I mean, Philly was electric. Yeah, I, that was a lot of just fun. Just his jog out to you know. Yeah. The outfield, and he looks up and you know raises his hands up. And, like, I mean, he did get booed the first game though after he struck yeah, out like struck twice. Out. But who cares? <laughs> who cares? But uh, yeah, if I was a Nationals fan, I'd be there. I'd be, I'd be throwing shit at them. I'd be booing uh, the hell out of them. I'd be screaming at cuss words at them. I love Bryce Harper, but I mean, I think he's a great player. But I mean, there, you'd feel very betrayed too. Yeah, I mean, I give all you when Lindor leaves in three years. Yeah, I don't know. What's... Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, baseball. Not my Anything else from opening weekend? I mean, the Indians rotation. Oh, yeah, anything else? We're just going to avoid Christian Yelch hitting four home runs. Indians rotation games. looks absolutely deadly right I now. I love how he does that. Clevenger. Literally, he skips, like, a huge storyline because it's about the Brewers and he has me on the show. Yes. Yeah, we'll oh, wait. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, Christian Yelich did something, didn't he? What did he do? Yeah, he went four straight games with four home runs okay. in each game. And then last night, he had a double that pretty much won the game for him. Wait, didn't he um, home run last night? No, he didn't. Okay, so he's not on pace anymore. We had a bet that if he hit 162, I had to make out with a guy. <laughs> but, but there's still a chance. He could still a chance. One night, you know, he get three in one night, you know. So. Indians, uh, Indians had, well, they got bailed out. They had a good night, game last night, but I mean, we need we need Lindor back more than anything. I mean, he's out even longer. Yeah. Because of the his calf, and then he sprained his ankle. Yeah, he's a little banged calf. up right now. But I mean, we need him back. His hair is blue. If I gotta watch one, if I gotta watch one more game with Eric Stemens at shortstop, I'm going to kill myself. It's, I mean, I'll watch. And Brad Miller at second base. I'll sit there and watch the game. And I'll be like, "Who is that?" Yeah. And then this guy will come up to bat. And I'm like, uh, "Who is that?" Brad Miller. If I have to watch to Brad that? Miller's no glove wearing ass stroll up to the plate one more time and strike, we struck out 13 times. On. Is he the one that I think I was I was on the first game of the season he walked up and I was like Who's I that? feel like everyone wears gloves. Yeah, he doesn't wear gloves. Like it was weird to see him without We struck gloves. out thirteen times on Thursday, thirteen times on Saturday, and thirteen times on Sunday. That's ridiculous. And it's against this the And we've won two games. And we won two games. Somehow. So I mean I guess that's Terry Francona. Yeah, I mean, once we get Lindor back, once we get Kipnis back, once we get Carlos Gonzalez in that lineup, I think we'll be better. Um, but 
We'll see what happens over the course of the season. Jake but Bowers got a nice little hit. You know, yeah, nice waiting for something double yesterday. There. He's done well in the outfield. Truman said it. Games. Truman said uh, Jake Bowers is what he strives to look like. Yeah, he's like really. He's a good looking guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, like as a blonde, skinny <laughs> male as like I am, I aspire somehow to look like him, and I hope Dom can one day get me to that point. Because like I was just watching the interview with him yesterday, and I was like. Oh, she showed Dom a picture of his haircut. Oh, shit. Get a cut like this is my guy. Like this is a. This he's is in, he's like a fan so, favorite. It doesn't. And that's when Truman <laughs> stepped out of the closet. <laughs> but uh, do you want to do predictions or do you want to just you want to do predictions? We'll do predictions for the divisions. Oh, for the uh, yeah for baseball. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, no Wells. I don't know. All right, we'll go AL East. AL East. Red Sox. I think Red Sox. Easy. Red Sox pull up, and I think they do it. Red Sox. AL Central Indians. I think the Indians are going to win that Indians. Because the there's just nobody else is there. Yeah, there's nobody else in that division. Twins are going to give them a run, but I think the Indians are still. I think I think the Indians need the Twins. Because I think what happened last year is we were so far ahead that we got complacent and we didn't really turn on and flip a switch at all. And uh, that was the problem there. Once they get the team back, they're going to step it up a lot. And yeah. All right, AL West, I'm going Astros. I, mean, I think the Astros got better somehow from last year, um, adding Michael Brantley and stuff like that. So Astros in the AL West. Michael Brantley will get hurt. doesn't matter. Yeah. We got Wade Miley, too, now. Who's, he's Astros, a beast. So. Yeah, Astros. Yeah, all right. Uh, NL East, um, I'm going Phillies. I think they got off to a hot start this season. Mets could make a run there. Um, Braves could make a run there. But I think that's probably the most competitive division in baseball. But I think oh the Phillies are all right, I'm going to go with the Braves. Um, I think they've got really good young talent. I love Freddie Freeman. Um, I, I just don't know about the Phillies yet. Uh, I'm not 100% sold on the Phillies yet. Yeah. So right, I'm yeah. going to go Braves. Yeah. I think the Braves too. All right. NL Central. I did in my poll predictions. I think the Reds are going to win that division. I think the Reds finally have some pitching to go along with that pretty good lineup. Scooter Jeanette's out right now. He'll be back. Um, he's one of the... Best young infielders in baseball right now. If you if you were to cut Scooter Jeanette, you're an idiot. I don't know why any team would actually cut Scooter Jeanette. Especially a team who like is now kind of struggling with a player at second base. Um, Mike Mustak is a gold clever. Would you rather have him or Scooter Jeanette, all star? Um, but yeah, I'm going Reds there, NL Central. I'm gonna go with uh, the Brewers to repeat. I think it's pretty simple. They've got the MVPs playing at the top of his game right now. It doesn't even look like he stepped off anything. It looks like he's gotten better somehow. Uh, Lorenzo Cain, Gold Glover uh, in center field. He's one of the most consistent hitters in baseball. One of the best leadoff men in baseball. Ryan Braun, you know, absolutely my favorite. I'm gonna player. go with the Brewers too. <laughs> um, that's probably the toughest division in baseball. Easily, hands down. One of them, I'd say. I'll go with the Brewers. Um, all right, NL West. Uh, I'm picking Dodgers because I think the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball. I would say Padres though are gonna give them a run for their money. Tadis, that shortstop, has been a freaking rocket the last couple of games. He's he's 20 years old, and he hit his first home run yesterday. He's been killing it. Chris Paddock is my guy now. Uh, he's probably my favorite pitcher outside the Indians. I picked him in fantasy in both of my fantasy leagues. Strolled up to the, uh, to the game. First major league start in a cowboy hat and a suit with his dark sunglasses on. Looked good. Went out there, pitched me 20 points. Uh, and got the win versus the Giants. But I think the Padres could give them a run for their money, but I think the Dodgers are the better team. Uh, I'm going to go Dodgers because 
Just they got the star power. Um, I'm not too sold on the Padres yet either. Uh, yeah, I mean. But I'm going to go Dodgers just because, you know, until someone in that division. Although I still like the Rockies. I really do. But I'm just going to go Dodgers. Rod- Rockies are giving it one more shot. If they don't win this year, they're done. They're going to rebuild. Yeah, I don't know. But I go to Dodgers too. Dodgers. All right. Um, do you want to give a couple? No, you didn't do research on this. Breakout players, you think? Player underrated players that could break out? Uh, can I talk with, about the Brewers then? Do you got anybody else? Yeah, Ben just... Gamble. Um, the Coastal Carolina prog, Ben Gamble. Yeah, from uh, you know he's probably the Brewers' fourth outfielder right now. I'd say, um, you know, but you know they'll they'll rest Braun here and there, so he'll get some series. And you know he's you know he's been electric uh, for them from the games I've watched. You know, he's had a couple doubles, and I'm kind of just really excited to watch him. He's going to get the pinch hitting opportunities definitely later in the game. When you, you know when you get into the bullpen, um, but Ben Gamble, literally, I, you know he's turning into one of my favorite young Brewers. I'd say so. he's not young. He's been in the league for a couple. Yeah, of years. I know, but he has you know he's never really yeah a consistent starter. You have anybody? Uh, I got Cole Hamels, the pitcher for the Cubs. Yeah. Um, you know, he got traded to the Cubs last year, and he wasn't looking too good. But then he posted a 2.36 ERA, um, <laughs> which is far below his average of 3.4. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll give one. Uh, Ramon Laureano, A's outfielder. I'm not sure I'm saying his name right. Um, he's one of the better – I mean, the A's have a bunch of young players. Everybody knows Billy Bean over there from Moneyball. He loves uh, his young guys. Got Matt Chapman. Got uh, Matt Olson's got a couple other young guys. Ramon Laureano is like that too. Uh, he ended last year. He played 50 games, hit 287. He's really fast, and he has a pretty good rocket out there in center field. Uh, he threw a guy out last night, made a highlight play. Um, so that's the guy I'm looking for. Now we'll do overrated. We'll do one overrated. Can you do that? Yeah, I can think of some overrated players. Nate, you think you? Nate, Nate. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. He has been one of the best pitchers in the league the last couple years. One of the best pitchers of all time, you could say. But he has not made 30 starts since 2015. He's dealt with shoulder and back issues. I think he's past his prime. I think he's sort of on a downturn of his career. He can't just can't stay healthy. So I'm doing Kershaw. Can I just say like a, like a team or like a lineup? Yeah. It's the St. Louis Cardinals lineup. And they got Goldschmidt. I think Goldschmidt's very good, and I think Carpenter's very good. Wong is good in spurts, but I don't think he's a consistent player. Ozuna? Al- Ozuna has looked horrible. And, four games and Yeah, no, but he even looked bad at the end of last season, too. And I and, and I think, you know, people talk the Cardinals up a lot. You know, the Goldschmidt edition obviously was huge, but I think that that entire lineup, and once again, this is very biased as a Brewers fan, but I think Because the Cardinals overrated. is the only team you really watch play this year outside the Brewers. No, I've read articles on it, too. Okay. You got anything, Nate? No. All right. Move on now. He was thinking hard. We'll wrap it up here. Um, Nate's a Browns fan. Uh, You know, we've talked about the Browns a little bit here. Monday was your big day. Um, All time. At that big, what was that big term? You see that big press conference they brought? Garrett. What was the point of that? Well, I know a team that you did that one year, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles. The dream team. The dream team. And how'd that work out? Six and ten, something like seven that. Seven and nine. So I want to ask you because we asked, I forget who we asked. What is the line of games, the games they won, where you'd be happy versus where you'd be pissed? Like if they won over this amount of games, you'd be happy, or if they lost under this amount of games. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, they've come out with uh, you know the opponents, but I don't, they have not come out with 
the schedule yet. Yeah. I don't think. But would you say like they don't win ten games, you'll be pissed? They go nine and seven. Would you be mad? Are they making the playoffs no. at nine and seven? No. They're not. They're gonna the miss the playoffs. Then I think if they make the playoffs, then I'm happy. Yeah. You know they could win nine games and they could make the playoffs off nine wins. You know, and I'd be happy they could yeah. make it off. You know, eight wins. So you're one of the uh, unique fans. You and Luke Hamill on Twitter put up his life for the Browns to make the playoffs. You remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> We, uh, yeah, me and Hamill are big time Browns fans. Yeah. And, you know, Two of the most dedicated Browns fans in the world, I'd say. Yeah. They I got mean, their life on it. We got, I mean, Start off, not a new fan. You know, we yeah. were rooting for them when they were 0 16. I was probably saying that they were going to go 10 and 6 that year. You know, I'm <laughs> probably. The, I'm a huge Browns fan. I love the Browns. You know, I'm not here because of OBJ. I'm not here because of Baker Mayfield. I was here with Derek Anderson and Brady Quinn and Trent Richardson, who apparently now is. They uh, might be coming back. Might be coming back. back. Might be coming back to Cleveland for the Duke Johnson leaves. You have a hole there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think there's a lot going on in Cleveland. So obviously, you know, the the Duke Johnson thing. You know, you got Kareem Hunt and you got um, Nick Chubb in front of you. So obviously, you know, Kareem Hunt's gone eight games. So Duke Johnson. Would have gotten a good amount of time in those eight yeah, games, but I think you would have seen him fade away after that, and I think he's realizing that. And Duke Johnson's got a lot of talent. He can go to a team. He can start. He can be a slot receiver. He's going to go to like back. he's going to go to the yeah. Patriots and just absolutely ball. You know, I think you can get some. <laughs> I he hope knows. he doesn't. Yeah. Freaking hate the Patriots, but yeah, they'll probably get him because they get everyone from us. But um, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot going on. And it's it's nice to see the Browns in the news, but like I kind of also liked when the Browns were kind of low, low key. key and you know not mm-hmm. talked about as much. And then when they when they are succeeding, it's you know oh wow the Browns are succeeding. But now if the Browns are turned into a team where if they lose an, enough amount of games next year, it's going to be what happened to the Browns? Oh the Browns suck. It's the Browns. Obviously this is going to happen. And if they win, it's just going to be expected because you know look at the team. Yeah, I think. If well, I'll the, look at the team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think if this team wins, starts winning, it'll be one of the funnest teams in the NFL to watch, one of the funnest teams to be a fan of. If they start to lose, if they start like one three or something like that, yeah. it's gonna be ugly with Grab Odell. Yeah, I think Landry. they're gonna start they're gonna start off, you know, they're probably gonna get a night game. You know, they yeah. might get a night game to open up and they might lose. You know, and it's gonna be tough, you know, nationally broadcast. It's in the first three weeks, they will have a night game for sure. Yeah, that's Whether pretty it's much Thursday, guaranteed. Sunday, Monday. It might be that first Sunday night game against Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, which kind of sucks. But it would also, you know. It would be a good challenge. It'd be insane to see the Browns beat the Patriots on a night game. My thing is Freddie Kitchens or Bill Belichick. I'm sorry, but Freddie Kitchens just seems like he's kind of like some redneck who likes football. I love Freddie. Like, like no, no, I like him too. I think he's gonna be a really good coach. Yeah, but put him, up against, put, put him up against put him up against Bill Belichick, and I just put him up against any coach uh, in the NFL. He's not. He doesn't, you know, look the part. He's not, you know, not sexy. He hasn't proved to be. I mean, no, I don't know. Like, I'm a big Freddie Kitchens guy. I think he's a really good coach. But I just feel like it's just such weird thinking that he'll be shaking hands with Bill Belichick at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that's pretty much – you also been pretty vocal on Twitter calling us out. You want to play us oh, some basketball? Um, problem is we're not playing basketball today. 
because neither of us own a basketball as of right now. <laughs> yeah, our basketball pops. This is true. Our basketball uh, yeah. pops. I have a basketball, but it deflates after about three dribbles. Okay. I think That's it is issue. due to because my uh, dog. Okay, so <laughs> we're in the process of acquiring a basketball, and if when you we have do, have a basketball. Free, feel free to DM yeah. any three of us. We have the court. Sports talk. We have the court. The weather's out good. Out good outside right yeah, now. It looks like nice, the sun's coming nice out a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but we just do not have a basketball. So it's we're, very weird. I don't know about Nate, but it's just like me and Travis usually have a basketball. Like we usually, I, I usually would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is like the weird situation. But yeah, once we get a basketball, it's, it'll come. It'll, it'll we'll get one, and we'll yeah. figure it out, and we'll you know, play. I'll probably be on again around the. Well, I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I'm not needed for the draft. No Browns. Yeah, Browns. No first, first round. Year, I don't really have to watch. I mean, yeah. I will, but you know, I might be on around that. So. Hey, you got Packers. Two picks, first round. He'll be watching that. He'll be watching that. Um, Speaking of the Packers, all-time great retired the other day. Um, We want to talk about it on the last show, but we didn't have a show last Thursday. Because Truman screwed up the times. But uh, Jordy Nelson retired 11 seasons, 10 with the Packers, 1 with the Raiders. Pretty good for a second-round pick out of Kansas State. Pretty good. White wide receiver, one of the best. What? <laughs> White wide receivers yeah. don't play that well. Oh my gosh! Now we're getting <laughs> name out. name me a top top ten white wide receiver right now based on all wide receivers in the NFL. I mean, Adam Thielen's pretty good. Okay, Adam Thielen. Julian Edelman's pretty good. Julian Edelman's not top ten wide receiver. No, but he's pretty good. But chill with that. I mean, no, no, we can call it out are here. Guys, are you guys mad that he didn't. played a season with the Raiders? I'm kind of pissed about that. Not gonna lie, like because he didn't like sign a contract with the Packers and retire. Packers. No, no, which is what I'm weirded out about. I don't think it, I don't know if it might come. It might still come. One thing that was crazy. He only made one Pro Bowl his entire career. Like the Pro Bowl is like a popularity thing, but there's no like 2016. Uh, he did his work in silence. Uh, yeah. He was just behind Don Hudson as the leading white guy. Another white leading guy. Leading touchdowns Packers history. Two of the um, Packers leading touchdowns. Two so, white guys. So I mean, <laughs> obviously one of, stat for one, of the, one of the Packer greats in my opinion. Definitely one of the guys that made me fall in love with Packer football. Uh, but he's an outstanding guy. He's just going to go work on his farm in Kansas, and he's just going to live life. Um, and you can't can't disrespect the man who just wants to work on his farm. Yeah, so, I mean, 11 seasons, Aaron Rodgers, one of his favorite work, connections. Hardest working guy. Um, I mean, you could say Jordy Nelson helped to make Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but early on in Rodgers' career. Like all that talk. Early on, early on in Rodgers' career, Nelson was like his safety blanket. Every time he so went around. Yeah, so Greg Jennings, but Nelson right. was his favorite target early on. That was clear. No, I don't think so. Literally I think so. In, um, <laughs> I think so. Once you hit the Super Bowl run where we had to win like six straight and, you know, get into the Super Bowl, that's when Jordy Nelson started coming into his own. But that first year, Aaron Rodgers was all Greg Jennings, all Greg Jennings, all Greg yeah, Jennings. Yeah, but Jordy Nelson was always was, there. And then once you got, you know, once you got into the latter part of Rodgers' career, starting getting the part, prime yeah, of Aaron Rodgers, the prime of Aaron Rodgers, you, you saw Jordy Nelson. And, you know, he took it, off. And, you know, it was just him and Randall Cobb for years there, and sad to see them both gone. But yeah. um, it's a new era in Green Bay. It is. Nice who, who, you guys, who do you guys want in the draft? What are your uh, picks? I Ed think really? if Ed, if I, Ed, Ed Oliver Ed my guy. Fall. Ed Oliver. Fell. That'd be, but I think that's who I wanted for the Browns at 17. The, pa- the Packers now, 
is like they've set up their the first time in a while they've set up the draft through free agency. Like there's really no like immediate need. What picks? Twelve and thirty. So I think at twelve you take the best defensive player available. Best defense player available. Thirty. I still <coughs> think you just keep taking defense. defense yeah. Defense, at Oliver. No, at no, all or 12. 12. Oh, at 12. And then yeah. you take like safety at 30, or maybe you take Noah Fant if he's available at 30. Ends, yeah. And then, Oliver gone back up because he was up there and then yeah. he dropped to like and then, 20. He, yeah, and, and now his he's pro back day. Up. His pro day. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, he, there was a picture fall. of him standing on a horse. Did you see that? I don't think I did. Okay, we'll <laughs> show you that. I think you would have remembered that. That kind of boosted him up a lot in Packer fans' opinions. Why? I don't uh, know. Because it's, it's I pretty sick. I, mean, I don't know about the horse thing. I mean, I did watch, you know, er, you know, before Odell Beckham, before all this, you know, at the end of... Like, yeah, standing, standing on the horse. Standing on the horse. Before <laughs> all this, you know, the Browns were sitting at 17, I think it was, and I was kind of looking through mock drafts to see who's around because, you know, the Browns are always top five, so you know the top five players. You know, yeah. you're going to get one of those. So it's so the first year I've had to, like, you know, really look around to see who could be there, and Oliver was one of those guys. So I, wa- I watched some highlights on that. Yeah, his, and he looks pretty he's good. positioned himself pretty well through his pro day in the combine. Like, he's got crazy speed for his size. And, like, you can play him interior, you can play him as an outside linebacker, you can even play him inside if you want to. Yeah, you really could. He's, like, one of the weird, versatile guys. And, I mean, if you didn't have – I mean, he had a bad season last year in terms of, like, off-the-field kind of stuff, smaller stuff. Questions about, you know, if he was faking an injury. But he was going to be, you know, consensus number one overall pick until last year. But hopefully he falls. I'm not I'm not sure if he'll fall to 12, actually, which would suck. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be tough. Uh, where's, is there anybody, like, that could fall to 30? That's, like, supposed to be high 20s that you'd want at 30. No fan. I mean, no fan. He's I've seen, I've seen us taking him at 12. Um, um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting draft. And, you know, you're, you're going to join them. Pool there at the mock draft. You wanted, you wanted I did see that, yeah. I probably All right. will. We'll, t- yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that. We'll do an announcement another time. Okay, yeah, but, but I mean, like, I don't know. It's kind of when I, when I do my entry, um, you know, we'll, we're going we're gonna to see. Yeah. Okay. So, no again, sneak peeks. we're going to see. So, that's it for our show. Thank you for Nate to come, for coming back on today. Right, thank you, guys. Get you back on soon. Well, thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, we basketball soon. This, yeah, we got to play basketball. This is, like, going to go down. Once we here. get a basketball. Yeah, I'll, I'll go out basketball and get one soon. All right. Uh, other than that, though, thank you to our sponsors, D's Home Cuts. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, um, wherever you want to listen. Listen. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a review and subscribe. Find us on Twitter, TNT Sports Talk 12. Send us a DM if you want to be a guest on the show. Um, got a couple interviews coming up. We got some stuff scheduled. We're still trying to schedule, figure things out. Uh, Thursday, uh, we're going to bring on Johnny's roommate, Brian. Not Brian Leonard. It's a different Brian. Uh, really good with sports. He's going to help us. Going to be interesting. Do our. Going to uh, be interesting. What's he, what's, who's, he, who's he a fan of? Browns. He's a big Browns big guy. Browns big Browns fan. But he's going to be doing uh, a redraft of last Pick year's me draft. Up, Brian. <laughs> so redraft. So what we're gonna do. We did it last year, but we split it up over a couple weeks, and it got confusing because nobody kept track of who they were drafting. But we're gonna take a redraft of the first round. It's definitely adding on to my homework for this week. Yeah, so. it took me like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. yesterday. I did mine, but uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, stand Baker Mayfield. That's pretty stand number pretty, one. But yeah, so tune in for Thursday on that. It's gonna be interesting because we're not sure where we're gonna record it yet. Talk of doing it in my car. What might happen? I don't really know. We'll figure it out though. We'll figure it out. Instagram, where are we at? You, you get that? 
We're looking into it. Looking into the Instagram. It's been going on for months. You know, I deliver pizzas, and sometimes I don't want to listen to music, so I go back and watch, listen to old episodes that I, like, you know, forget listening yeah. to. Yeah. They've been talking about this. Instagram. We're looking into it. I've got some for contacts. Got, I'm talking to, talking to people on Instagram. And, well, uh, no, the one day we sat down, we're like, all right, we're going to get this done. Was the day, like, Instagram crashed. Oh, yeah, so, so a week ago. So, so we, uh, yeah, Instagram and Facebook crashed yeah. in the same day. Yeah. So that's are they owned by the same people? Yeah. Um, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. that explains Zuckerberg. that. But, uh, Zuckerberg. Yeah, okay. uh, but but yeah. Worry, I'm talking to Zuckerberg. We're, We're working on, on the it. Phone with him, so. But uh, other than that, though, have a great day. Tune in on Thursday for the redraft. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah, go Packers. Go Browns. Good stuff.